be starting. Good evening. This is Sherry Thomas, and you are listening to Urban Hip Hop Culture. Tonight, I have some gentlemen who grew up in Southwest Philly. Through the drugs, gangs, and violence, they were able to beat some of the serious odds and become productive men in the neighborhood. So welcome. Can you tell us your names, if you don't mind? Hi, I'm Eni, 46 in Woodland. How you doing? Kimba Cab, 50th in Springfield. How you doing? I'm Devin, 52nd in Pentridge. And I'm Joe, 53rd in Pentridge. And I'm Chris, 53rd in Pentridge. Thank you. Welcome, guys, again to Urban Hip Hop Culture. First, tell me what it was like growing up in Southwest Philly. Well, this is Joe speaking. Growing up in the Southwest was always good for me because I always had older brothers and sisters that took care of me and always had older people that gave me guidance and leadings along the way. Well, this is Chris. For me, it was a little bit different. I grew in a single-family home. My uh, stepdad and my mom had just got divorced, so I grew up in a single-family home, me and my brother, so times was a little bit rougher for me. It wasn't the same. That's for Joe. Anybody else want to pitch in real quick? I'm Eni. Um, growing up Southwest, it was like real family orientated in my era, where you can get in trouble, you did something, you get beat four times before you get home, somebody tell your mom, you got all these aunt and uncles, you know, because everything was family, basically, you know, because everybody's mom knew everybody, and everybody's dad knew everybody, so everybody on the block, everybody knew everyone. So you did something wrong, you was in trouble before you got home. I know that's right. And I can agree with that. Those were the times back when you done something wrong, your neighbor could whoop you behind and take you home mm-hmm. crying to your mother or your father and get another behind with you. But times is changing, you know, rapidly now, and you can't actually put your hand on someone else's child nowadays, and you will have a problem. Well, Thank now the parent, the kids whooping the parents behind now, so it's really hard to really say what they're doing now. How did y'all get involved or didn't get involved in the drugs or the gang? Well, this is Eni. I didn't really get too involved. I got slightly involved in drugs, but as I got older, I was actually like, uh, we would say, I would say 19, 20 when I got involved in drugs because I wasn't working. I mainly worked my whole life and I was in the church. You know, I went to church. My grandfather's a reverend, so I went to church and I never really was uh, needed to be involved in drugs. When I got a little older, like 18 and 19, I was working, I was on my own and money got short and I just resorted to streets a little bit just, just make ends meet but after i find another job i leave drugs alone yeah this is joe here i never resorted to either one because <clears throat> strong background to my brothers and my mother and my sisters and I always had people to, around that i can turn to you know what i mean because that was really never because i ain't went to jail house or the cemetery is my two options well this is chris our situation a little different I did get involved with drugs. <laughs> I sell drugs, you know what I'm saying? It ain't funny, I mean, it's real right. You know what I mean? Because I sold drugs because it was a means of necessary for my brother and my mother. My mom was a single mother, you know what I mean? I had drug house where I sat up and sold drugs all night, but I worked also. But uh, at the end of the day, 
you know, it was short term. I did what I had to do. And, you know, I moved on. Thank God I was able to move on and didn't get caught too much up in it. But, yes, I I had to do what I had to do at the time. I, You know, I came from a single family home. My mom had one income. You know, we had to eat. I hear you on that. Anybody else want to touch real quick? Okay. Thank you, fellas. So, you know, the younger generations, they're getting violent out here. So what do you guys think the problem is? Oh, this is Joe again. I think the problem is they don't have no outlet. They don't have no old heads like I, like I had to run to and discuss my problems with. Or they don't have nobody fully like to tell them, to tell them anything nowadays. You tell them they hot heads now. You tell them something, mind your business, old head, and all the other nonsense, instead of trying to listen to good advice. Well, it's Kemper Cab. I think the problem right now is also is like some of these kids out here, they want to hear and have a mentor, but on the streets right now, it's like it, it, they think you soft or you're not tough if you you know if you listen to certain individuals. What? Well, this Zini, uh, I believe that part of the problem is the family structure has been broken apart. The fathers have been taken out of the households. Either you're getting locked up or your child support, they're locking you away. You're taking the men out of the family with welfare. that You can't be involved in the household. Men are taken out of the house. They say, okay, you can't, you can have, you're having your women and your children can be in the house, but you can't have your man there. So then you're taking out the male figure, the head of the household, out of the household. And without a head, the body falls. So that's one of the issues. Then you have the social media, which is also an issue because they're feeding our children violence. They're feeding them sex. And, 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 and as I grew up, we didn't have as much social media. We, we interacted with each other. Right. But now we, the kids don't interact with each other. They interact with each other over social media, over the phones, over the internet. And we didn't have, we, we didn't have those type of things. So when I grew up, we fought, we put hickeys on each other's head. We didn't really shoot each other, kill each other. We, 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 uh, we, we yeah, we, we, we honored life. We, we understood, you know, life was a major thing. We didn't just kill somebody over uh, somebody stepping on your sneaker at the time. It yeah. may be a fight, but it wasn't a death. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just right. The way I see it now, too, is like, every way you look now as a kid with a phone in their hand nowadays. But back then... Everybody played together. They played group games where you we got to know each other on a, on a, on a personal basis and you interacted interacted with everybody else and stuff. But now it's so everything now is just a phone, right? You know, it's just no gathering of doing anything. You know, it's just a different era. Yeah, I could, I could, I can relate to Kemba Cab. This is Chris from Southwest. I'm 47 years old. So when I grew up, you know, we played king ball, hopscotch, tops. You know, we had group group get-togethers like that where the kids come out and play. Nowadays, everything is video games, Instagram. So they don't even know some of the people they playing with. But I think that's a very good thing that Kimber said. Like, you know, at the end of the day, kids nowadays don't have that outing and get-together like that. You know, guys I fought back in the day, now my best friends. I didn't kill them. We might have beat each other up, but at the end of the day, now we we on Instagram or Facebook saying, yo, what's up? How your family doing? So it's a different world now. And it's up to us to to make it right, I believe. I think we put too much blame on the younger generations and don't put enough blame on ourselves. Right. right. Yeah, it's, it's Kemper Cab. 
And I say, um, a lot falls back on us as parents, too, also. Because, you know, we have, we get sometimes in ways, though, we think we know what's best for a child. Mostly we really do, but sometimes we could be wrong. But we need to express to these kids if we're wrong. Let them know we're wrong so they feel open Amen. enough to come to us, you know, and talk to us about anything. See, now, I'll go back to the games. Like, games we used to play, like, as a group, like, uh, hopscotch for the girls. And, yes. uh jump rope and tops for the guys and coolies and stuff like that. Yeah. And like games like high and go see now. But see it's so dangerous out here now the way is though you scared to even play games like exactly. that. You can't let your kid be out of your sight because neighbors are no longer watching them anymore. Right. right. And, and just as soon as that kid go to high, that kid can be taken now. Exactly. You know, right. so it's a difference in the, in the yeah. era again. Like Nowadays if we try to play manhood we might get killed. Right. right. You know? Right. And, and, I, and I can agree with some of the stuff that you guys are saying, even though I'm the only female in the group, but I know exactly what you guys are talking about. Right, exactly. And nowadays, grandma's 35, 38. Right, you right. You know what I'm saying? Grandma to us was exactly. 60s. So in saying world. all of this stuff, what do you guys think the good solution is to help these young folks out here? Jesus Christ. Amen. Try really try to get in the church or try to get into something that's going to or really get into like a recreation center or after school programs or something, something that's going to show you that's going to uh, really put your mind to use instead of putting guns to you. So I'd rather want my son wanted by a university instead of wanted by the police. Right. Uh, uh, this is Chris. My, my, my thought is a little different from Joe's. My, my, my thought is that I believe parents should try to got their hand a little bit, a little bit better. Sometimes we want so much for our children, but a lot of times we don't show our children. We just want it for them, but we don't try to put them in the right direction. We just want them to go get it without showing them. So at the end of the day, it's not all the children's fault. You know, we, we like blaming the kids because the way they act, but at the day, we the root. They the branches, you know what I'm saying? They grow when the root grow. Branches die when the root die. So that's how I, I look at it. I look at it a little bit differently. So y'all think social media is kind of changing yeah. these kids' attitudes? Yeah. I believe it is. Solely 100%. I, I can agree with Devin. Solely 100%. That issue. It's like the parents are... It's, 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 um, it's all saying to say, do as I say and not as I do. Exactly. Yes. So I, I think that, you know, we as parents need to do something so the kids can see what we do instead of, you know, giving them bad vibes to go off. They see you doing it, they're going to want to do it. Teach them in the right way. First of all, teach them self-help first. Right. How to help themselves better themselves. And then you reach out and try to help better them as you keep yourself in a perspective they respect. No. Exactly. You think about ed the education I, I, I believe system. That. I, I what you think about the school district, the education well, system? Well, miseducation. Yeah, miseducation of our children because they're, they're not really educating us mm -hmm. these days. Uh, they're they're mis really miseducating us. They're not giving us truth. We're getting not history, we're getting history. A lot of times, our kids are not getting. And, and when I was in school, we were taught trades. You know, automotive. It was art. There was Boy, music in, in in regular public oh, schools. Now you have to go to a a a, a, a Pacific school for art, music. Yes, and you do. When I was in regular public school, we used to taught all of those things. <laughs> yes, we did. In one place. It seemed like now you have to be out of school. That's when it started so, getting stupid. So so now you, these children don't have the outlets that I was I had I was able to have 
as growing up. We don't they don't have music. So you can't learn how to play different instruments if you're talented in these different instruments. They they don't know because they don't nurture you and see where you are. They don't have art. They don't they don't have all these things. They still have sports because sports brings money, but they don't have the things that like arts, the arts sections of things. They don't have those drama. You don't see drama classes in high schools anymore, not too often. In certain well, schools, suburban. Well, well, this is Chris from Fifty Third Street. You don't have it. I dis I, I kind of disagree with Amy a little bit. He has some great points, though. But I believe as parents, we got to stop looking for other people to teach our children everything. Sometimes we got to grab the bull by the horns and show our children the, the ways instead of sitting back watching TV and thinking that somebody else is supposed to train our children to do the right things that we want them to do. I think that's the lazy way the the, the lazy way out all the time. If you know your, your, your school is not... Giving up music, music classes. Take show them somewhere where they is giving music classes. You know, kids are blind sometimes to the fact. So at the end of the day, I think sometimes we get too lazy and too laxy daisy and thinking that oh the school district poor. no school district show them so much reading <clears throat> rhythm you know and all that old good stuff. But the other things we need to show our children that. Economically, can you think a single parent can afford to send a kid to a crazy? That's what I'm about to get at. That's that's very right. true. That's, Do you love that's that's that's, right. that's, that's, how, how how we this is Devin from 52nd of Pembridge. What you saying, mm -hmm. Christopher mm -hmm. from 53rd of Pembridge? Yeah, yeah. Now, all that you said. Right. Some points are valid, but some points is no. Okay, I agree. Because how can you say that we need to start taking you know I mean, account of certain things? If, like, like you said, if you're a single parent, how can you afford certain things? Well, when the school districts are not giving and they're not doing certain well, things. Well, guess what? You know what I, I say to that? Contraceptives. If you know you can't afford a child and can't raise a child, it's not about you affording need to get a child. It's not about child. Or, or raising a child. It's about the school. Exactly. It's about but the see, schools. But see, we, we think what we do, somebody else should take care of. You know what I mean? Because you and your so lady So that means lady, you need to take uh, and, piano lessons and violin well, you, lessons and trombone lessons. You got to find what your child likes. Well, no, so this is Amy. Right. That's why the welfare saying? system Wait, is so crazy. Wait, no, no. This is Amy. I, I agree. To my, to, to my world. This, this is Amy. I agree with you as, as in saying right. that the parents need to teach. We need to teach our kids respect. Right. And yes. how to act. Yes. In a, I agree with in you. In a public... In schools yes. and, and things yes, like that. Yes, sir. But as far as mm -hmm. art and as far as music, right. you may not be musically inclined. Exactly. So you don't have instruments in your home because yeah. you're not musically inclined. Right. So therefore, when your your child goes to school right. and, and they're around music, your child may be musically inclined. You may not be, but your child may go and, and, and find that, pick up that guitar and find that they're gifted in that. Right, we, you, know we, you might not have. You, we don't have those. If you're not into music, if you're not musically inclined, then your child won't have that opportunity. But right. in school, I know people that played the drums that didn't have drums at home, and nobody in their family played drums. Right, right. You right. know, unless they went to church and stuff, you, you know, people went and found out things certain, certain times at church. But church is not really right. in the community now as it used to be. You know, when we grew up either. So how about well, you what, know? What, so what's going on with black economics I, in the community? I agree with that. Is money is that. money being put in the community to help these black kids? Is the recreation centers are being funded the right way? Is is schools being funded the right way? Is 
These kids, exactly, because a lot of those things is being shut down. Right, yeah. right. So our kids don't right. have access to that right. stuff. So, right. So the violence with these young kids that we say the kids are more violent now is are they reaching out to us to show us that yes. through their violence yes. that they need help? Yes. So yes. what can we do? Yeah. Sitting I, I here as you successful man, it's more these kids do? going to kill us so what, than anything. Right. So what we need to do? To, well, just give us some answers. What we need to do? Well, I think person Chris himself. 53rd Street, you know, I think personally what we need to do is to spend more time with our children. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. You know, I don't think we spend enough time. I think we spend so much time then let them go about and then when things get wrong, we chastise them whatever, but I just think we don't spend enough time. Time is everything. We're not really, we're taking care of our kids and not really raising our kids because we work. Every people work and you don't have the time to spend the time with your children as we, as we should. Like we just going. How they spend the time, how they spend the time in the past? Well, a lot of times in the past, like when I go, we sat at the table, dinner table together and ate together. And But we don't do that anymore. Now, no, we don't really don't do that anymore. That. People's schedule right. really doesn't Especially allow it. Especially in this, this kind of home. Right. Well, which is the black community. Right. We don't see that. Right. Well, this is Chris from 53rd Street. You know, I raised a child. I was a stepfather to a child. And I raised him the best of my ability. And I tried to show him the best that I could. But at the end of the day, I think... We push blame more than we should take blame. So give me one solution right now, just one good solution, how we can start. Contraceptives. Let's <laughs> keep a cab. Yes, keep I think, you know, uh, some of these communities, uh, we should have more, more meetings in them. Okay. That not only include the parents, but in, and try to include the youth if it's possible. You know, try to exactly. get as many youth there, and they can hear stories and see what other kids are going through so they know they, they, they're not here alone. Like, they're not the only one that's going through the struggle. And maybe they can start to help each other. And by meeting in the meetings, maybe they get to, maybe they might meet a friend right in the, you know, in the community, in the meet, you know, and venture off from there. Just start somewhere. It's the beginning. And that sounds like a great idea. Right. And we are going to end that right there. And I want to thank you great guys for coming on thank Urban Hip Hop Culture. Oh, you're quite welcome. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And thank you. I hope great to see you guys on our next one. You will. Thank, thank you. you.